Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, January 31st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of today's edition of the show. We're going to get your text in this hour. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I've got a four-pack of tickets for the game on Saturday with the Marshall Thundering Herd playing host to Coastal Carolina. That is coming up on Saturday. We've got the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also, I've got a pair of tickets. Uh, actually, i got a four-pack today. If you're interested in going to the game with Marshall and Old Dominion tomorrow night, that's where I'm going to be at the Cam Henderson Center tomorrow. If you're interested in that game, we'll open up that up as well. And again, that text line one more time. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. So tomorrow is a basketball day for the men. But tonight we've got Marshall women's basketball. They're taking on App State. And that's coming up tonight, 6 o'clock. If you haven't been to the Henderson Center yet for a women's basketball game, this is a good night to do so. Of course, you had another opportunity to do that on Saturday with the men's game being sold out, the women's game, still plenty of tickets for that. But the herd right now still undefeated in conference play, looking to continue pushing its – how would you describe this? I mean, it's record-breaking for sure because the Marshall Thundering Herd is undefeated in conference play. And they haven't gone this far ever. They haven't started out this good in conference play ever. And they're 9-0 and right now. 10-0 and would be the best start ever in conference play. And it would top the 9-0 and start, which is the best start in conference play. Every time they win a game without a loss in conference play, they keep going, it'll be the best start ever in conference play for the Marshall Thundering Herd. And so they're tipping off tonight, 6 o'clock, and we found out yesterday, it was after the show, that collegeinsider.com, its mid-major top 25, has Marshall listed as 19th. Now, I'm not big into the top 25s for mid-major schools. You know, I know that's a way to generate traffic. Hey, mid-major top 25. I mean, I'm interested in the top 25. I'm kind of a traditionalist that way. I'm old school. But it is it's a form of recognition for the thundering herd and right now Marshall is off to a great start. I'm sure Coach Caldwell would like to have a couple of those early games back, but she did say in one of her earlier pressers this year, last year, actually, it was last year, you know, when we were getting used to having pressers with her in the beginning, she said, you know, my teams usually lose early on or, of course, late, meaning if they're going to lose, I'll maybe lose in postseason, but my teams usually lose early and then we do okay. And so here we are with the Thundering Herd now getting a little bit more recognition 
this time from collegeinsider.com, and it's mid-major top 25. So Thundering Herd tonight looking to continue its winning ways. Then they've got the doubleheader on Saturday. I hope to see you on Saturday at the game. We'll be there. We're going to be in a concourse this time. The women's game's going on at the same time as we would usually go on the air, so we're moving up to the concourse. I'm hoping that's going to be something we can do a little bit more of as the season progresses late this year and, of course, next year and give me an opportunity to see some more of you. So we'll be out on the concourse on Saturday. If you're at the Henderson Center early, stop by, say hi, wave, love to see you. And, of course, the Thundering Herd in action on Saturday taking on Coastal Carolina. And I've got those tickets coming up for you this hour. Again, that number, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Some other items today. We'll get into it later a little bit more. But Tennessee and Virginia Attorney Generals have filed an antitrust lawsuit against the NCAA challenging NIL compensations ban and college athlete recruitment. The lawsuit claims the NCAA enforces rules unfairly, restricting athletes' use of name, image, and likeness during recruiting. So we'll dig into that. I'm almost at the point where I think it's just time for Marshall and every other school, Division I level, just to pay players. Let's just get this out of the way. And there needs to be legislation. You want to make it to a point where it's the wild, wild west? Well, here it is. Or would you like to maybe sit down and come up with some fair compensation structure which puts everyone on an equal playing field? Because the whole concept of name, image, and likeness wasn't to have an arms race. It was to allow student-athletes to be able to be compensated. It was a really just an opportunity for kids because a lot of the big dollars are not happening in some of the other sports. You know, football, basketball, of course, that's where the big dollars are. But it was an opportunity for for a student-athlete to be able to take advantage of being the student-athlete that's a little bit more visible than normal student in, in the university, at the, at the college. Hi. I'm a superstar for Marshall Volleyball. I want to take advantage of that. I, you know, I want to be able to earn a little bit extra money. And, of course, now we've turned this into a uh, escalation. It's a recruiting tool. So we'll dig into that. And, honestly, it's just the wild, wild west right now. And Marshall can't compete in that realm. I mean, Marshall will put up a good fight, but Marshall can't compete in that realm. You think that there are truckloads of cash floating around? Think there's a, a Brinks truck right now, Kelly Green Brinks truck that you know you just open that up. All right, here it is. Here's your here's your name, image, and likeness money. And Marshall, I am not sure where Marshall truly ranks, but I did see a list that's been floating around, and I don't know how accurate it is now, but I've seen a list that's been floating around that it's from on three. Take that for what you will. It's from on three. And Marshall isn't very high 
as far as the money. NIL team rankings, this is, from, again, from on three. Marshall's pretty low. So we'll dig into that later. But when we continue, we've got, and I'm looking forward to this, Olivia Fogo is joining us from Herd Volleyball. She's also the vice president of the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee. They've got some projects coming up, and they asked if they could come on, talk about them, and we said, yes, let's do it. And so Olivia is going to join us. We'll talk to her. Hopefully, I'll get an Ari Agnes or two story out of her. If not, we'll at least uh, talk about some of the things that's going on and find out a little bit more about what the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee does. We'll get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. In the tapestry of life, we encounter stories of legacy and accomplishment, but sometimes also abuse, neglect, or financial exploitation. Adult Protective Services understands the importance of safeguarding the well-being of our loved ones, our neighbors, and our community. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources, Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, ACL, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, as part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493, with 75 percentage funded by ACL, HHS, and 25 percentage in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL, HHS, or the U.S. government. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place. Your home away from home. 
Gluckner's Too Easy initiative has returned for 2024. We're making it too easy to get more for your trade with our biggest cash offers. We pay more. Too easy to save time because Glockner has the fastest, most transparent five-star shopping experience around. Too easy to find the vehicle perfect for you as Glockner has the area's biggest pre-owned inventory. That's why it's too easy to buy a car at Glockner. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the Tri-State. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Wednesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't forget, we got Marshall women's basketball tonight, and we've got Marshall men's basketball tomorrow. We'll talk about the women's game tomorrow on the show. We will be at the Cam Henderson Center tomorrow for the show as well. Looking forward to it. And then, of course, Saturday, doubleheader. All coming up this week, we've got all the men's action right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we're going to turn our attention just for a few minutes to uh, some more of the – we'll be talking about name and image and likeness and things like that. So I, I think it's perfect that we've got on the program now from Marshall Volleyball. She's also the vice president of the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Olivia Fogo's with us. And first up, I'm not going to hit you with any name, image, and likeness questions, Olivia. So no worries there. <laughs> No worries, but yeah, right. I just thought it was interesting that with more of that coming out today, we've got you to talk about what's happening with the association that you're part of, but just to maybe refresh a few people that aren't that familiar with what the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee is, could you tell them you know, what it is that you do, what it is that the students do, and what's the mission? Yeah, of course. So SAC, the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, is a committee that's run by student-athletes for student-athletes, and its goal is to enhance the total student-athlete experience here at Marshall. Um, and we do that by protecting student-athlete well-being, doing activities that foster well-being, um, and promoting a positive environment for student-athletes here, um, including student-athletes and making this a diverse and inclusive environment here at Marshall, and then promoting student-athlete engagement both here on the campus within our community, with other SACs, other campuses, and at a national level. So some of the things that we do are promote communication between admin and student-athletes. That's kind of our job is to be that liaison. We also represent student-athletes from the athletic department, and we give voices for policies and procedures that the NCAA put forth. And then some of the fun things we get to do are organize community service efforts, um, do community activities, do activities within um, SAC as a group, and then um, promote positive images on campus by creating different media and events that athletes can attend. Would you say it's closer to, for maybe professional terms, this might be the Players Association for Martial Athletes? Yeah, you could say that. It's sort of... Um, 
more of like an organized environment for representatives from each team to get together and make a group where they can speak for student athletes. So I would say that that's a good analogy. So what are some of the unifying issues right now that you're dealing with or trying to promote within your group and, of course, with the athletic department? I mean, you have so many diverse sports at Marshall University. Mm -hmm. Can everyone get along and agree on the same thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, each sport obviously has its own causes and its own issues that may not apply to the other sports at this school, but we all come together to support a lot of different issues like mental health, um, nutrition and well-being. Um, a big one, obviously, you said we didn't want to discuss it, but NIL, that's another one that's been a big topic of discussion lately. Um, and then other things just like service, getting involved in the community, and then also just creating the positive fun environment. So maybe more of the fun, whimsical side of being an athlete. Yeah, I was curious. I did, and again, I don't want to go too much into NIL and bleed over into mm -hmm. what we're talking about because, one, you weren't prepared for that conversation, and two, <laughs> I don't know what we can really say right now because it's such a it's such a wilderness out there with name, image, and likeness, not only with the administration but with the student athletes. So, is mm -hmm. is that would you say a an a fluid, ongoing issue that your your group deals with? Yes, definitely. So when we deal with NIL, a lot of it is more just about the dissemination of information to our team and from the NCAA to us as well. So creating awareness, letting them know what kind of opportunities are open for them. And then also sometimes we do get to debate and talk about some of the different policies that the NCAA are looking into or they have passed just to see how they affect us, what our viewpoints are on them and such. Olivia Fogo is with us from Herd Volleyball. Also, she's part of the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee. And I'm curious, what's maybe one or two big things that you feel like your committee has had a major voice or maybe even had a major impact on as far as what's happening at Marshall now? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things would probably be mental health and well-being. Um, we've definitely supported a lot of different programs, um, partnerships, and we're also still working on getting even more events and workshops, stuff like that, to promote mental well-being and mental health in athletes. And then also, I think, like I said earlier, just creating that positive, inclusive experience by creating a lot of these community events where all the athletes can come together and be involved and enjoy themselves, but also learn about each other learn about all the diversity within our campus and just become a more well-knit community. Okay. And I've heard that from other people as well about mental health that's become bigger with student athletes. Mm -hmm. Have you found that that was something that was at least during your you know, years now, that's something that has gotten better or was it already better as you've been involved with martial athletics? And I, I use martial athletics as an example, just the athletics in general. Do you feel that it's better now? And, and was it not maybe a couple of years ago or is it starting to the point where we talk about it and it's just, it's better now. There's, there's not a moment where you can point to and go, Hey, it was really bad a few years ago here. Right. Right. I think I wouldn't say like, it was bad a couple years ago. I wouldn't say it was a negative surrounding mental health in previous years, but I would say that obviously in these 
more current years, it's become more of an awareness topic. And I think a lot of different communities and athletic departments, including Marshall, have bumped up a lot of the resources. And a lot of the coaches have made a push for more awareness and flexibility when it comes to athlete mental health. For example, we have a counseling um, service that's available to student-athletes for free. We can go up and we can see them anytime we want. They help with any kind of issues, and that's a relatively new thing that I think they added in these, these past years. And then also I know other coaches are implementing policies such as mental health days, and I think also these, just the conversation has opened a little bit more for athletes to feel more comfortable in these coming years. Like I said, I don't think it was a negative before, but I think just the increase in the awareness have allowed athletes to self-evaluate without the fear of getting that repercussion or feeling like they couldn't speak out. Olivia Fogo's with us from Marshall Volleyball, also with the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Now, I'm curious, we've got a couple of fundraisers coming up that we want to talk about and get Mm -hmm. the word out. This is a student-run organization. Is this a student-funded organization? How does that work? So it's a little bit of everything. So we do have a student athletic fund that helps us just a little bit with some of the expenses. Um, We also do a lot of fundraising. So a lot of what our budget comes from is donations. So these fundraisers are so important to talk about because it is what funds our events and what funds ability to do all these things. So one of the fundraisers, for example, that we're doing is a fundraiser with Chipotle. We're partnering with them to where we get a certain percentage of the proceeds. Um, and it's next week on Tuesday, February 6th from five to nine. So when people go and they purchase a bowl or burrito, whatever they get, we get a certain percentage of the proceeds. And that's how we raise our money. A lot of our money does come from the donations themselves. You also have a line dance coming up. That's I'm interested yeah. in that because <laughs> a lot of people think they can dance, and then there's line dancing. <laughs> well, luckily, we have instructors there. So if you think you can or think you can't, you have somebody to follow along from. But we have instructors from Boots, um, which is downtown. They're coming up, and they're going to be our instructors for the night. We're going to be in the Cam Henderson Center. And this is Saturday, February the 10th. So it's just a donation to enter. No minimum requirement, nothing like that. Just whatever you can give is what we'll take. And you get to come in. There will be tons of music. They'll be dancing. They'll be showing you how to line dance. Um, And then we hope to get a lot of people there so we can all just get to know each other and interact and have some fun on Saturday. So these are the two big ones right now. Of course, I'm sure the Chipotle one will be huge for just the mere fact that Marshall has probably one of the closest Chipotles in college right now, (laughs) period. I mean, if if it was on campus, that'd be the only way you can get it closer to actually just put it (laughs) in the Henderson Center. That's it. Yeah. Sounds like it's going to be fun. And, of course, what's coming up project-wise after the fundraisers that maybe you want to bring attention to or that you're working on? that maybe other people can be involved in or maybe they can't be a part of the fundraiser, but they want to be involved. What can people that are maybe not student athletes do to help? Yeah. So I say probably our biggest initiative coming up is March. March is reading month. So one of our big projects is reading across West Virginia or reading across Huntington. Um, 
one of the things we're going to be doing is building those mini libraries on campus, the ones where you can take a book, leave a book, they're accessible to all. Um, so we're going to be building those across campus. We're exploring maybe building a couple just across the community in general. We're trying to figure out all the details with that. But um, anybody who has experience building, who has books they may want to donate or who just may want to come help design, any kind of support there, any donations obviously as well. And then we're also going to be going to different schools around Huntington. Different teams will go and read to students. So if there are any schools that want us to come and read to their students, feel free to reach out to us. If there's anybody that has books they want to donate to support us in going to read, anything like that, they can get involved to help us for the service initiative. And you accept donations as well, right? Yeah, it's, anyone can donate to yeah. the organization. There's an easy way to do that? We are working on getting a Venmo account. Um, so, But right now, anything would go to the Big Green. So anybody could call into the Big Green, specify that they want to donate to the Student Athlete Advisory Committee or SAC, a little bit easier to say. Um, and then hopefully once we get the Venmo up and running, we'll be able to send that out and put a link in our bio so people can donate directly through there. Joining us on the program, Olivia Fogo. She's part of the Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee, also part of the Herd Volleyball Squad. You're not getting out of here without talking a little volleyball just for a minute. <laughs> um, how excited are you? The improvements have been coming. You've got the new playing surface at the Henderson Center. You have the practice facility now that's mm -hmm. definitely going to help in the long run. How how excited are you for at least the next season or two of herd volleyball with everything that's been happening to improve what you have available to you? And you know, are you know, are some of those changes due in part to maybe some of the things uh, that are coming from the student athlete advisory committee as far as facilities, uh, as far as playing surface? You know, are these things that you know you have a voice in or had a voice in? Yeah, so a lot of the facility changes, um, they were more from athletic administration. We weren't fully formed as a student athlete advisory committee in previous years, so we didn't have as much as a, of a foothold in that, but the facilities definitely do play a part in improving athletes' experience here. I mean, we have this brand-new updated facility in this GAGS facility that has, we can fit three courts in there, which allows for a lot of intensive training, um, a lot of skill work, which can really improve our play. And then also the TerraFlex, the beautiful floor that everybody sees when they come see us play. It is amazing. It feels so much better physically to play on, but it also brings different energy to the court. And it also makes you want to play more for these people that have done so much for you. It's almost like a sign for them that they believe in us and we are able to give back. And as for me personally, this is my last fall coming up. Um, of the many, many years I've been here, unfortunately, this will be my last season. So I am pumped. I am ready to go. I'm expecting big things from the team. And um, I'm also a captain on the team. So I know that I will be continually pushing us to be accountable, to be responsible, to be dedicated and to put in that work. So this spring is more of a relaxed season. We're really just working on self-improvement and then bringing it together as a team. And then in the fall, we're going to come together and we're, we're going to go hard. We're going to do some big things in the fall. I'm excited. Now, that's just on the court. Off the court, and I don't know if this is more student-led or this is Ari Agnes-led or it's a combination of both, but
but it feels mm-hmm. like every time I'm at a big event, I'm at something, <laughs> volleyball's there, they're the loudest, they're yeah. the most energetic, whatever it is, they have the most personality, you know, is is that more a reflection of the, the group of student athletes? Is that organic? Is that Ari Agnes and it's just a reflection of her? And does that make for some really strange conversations with some of the other sports that maybe just can't match that level? <laughs> yeah, so I'd say it's definitely a reflection of both. Obviously, you have to give Ari her credit. She's the one that has built this culture that we have here. She's recruited these people that have been so dedicated to making this energetic, this inclusive, this committed environment. Um, but also, I can't lie, it's definitely a lot of organic energy from the team. Some of the girls can get pretty crazy. And, I mean, all of us love to be there, all the sporting events, even community service, um, community events, stuff like that. So Ari has definitely pushed us to make that culture. But I think also the culture is now ingrained in us to where we don't have to be told. And also we want to be there. And the personalities when we all get together can make for some fun times and a lot of energy. And we just like showing out and supporting. And, you know, there's, it's not bad to be the loudest team in the room. So we like, we like some of that credit. Now, how do you get that energy into the rest of the student population? Because I know when the volleyball team's at an event, I know. I just don't know <laughs> if you can, you can get that energy to spread. And I'm not saying other teams don't show up and support as well. But, right. yeah. You know, the Marshall volleyball team is the example of the way students should be at mm-hmm. other events. And so how do you get that, maybe that energy, take that energy and, and translate that into other other teams doing the same, student body in general doing the same, because it's more fun definitely when you see that energy. Yeah, I think some of it could be, you know, encouraging people when we're at games, going up to them, sitting next to them so that they feel more involved in the energy. But I think also a lot of it for us is just that lead by example. So we do it because we know it's right, but also we hope that other teams can emulate after us and that we want to go all the games and we want to support everybody and let them know that we're here for them. And like you said, there are a lot of other teams that do that as well. Um, Maybe we just have a little bit of a personality advantage when it comes to the energy, but I think that once creating that community where we're all like well-knit, we're all comfortable with each other, there's a lot of trust between teams, people can open up a little bit more and maybe bring that energy out of their own team. But in the meantime, I think it's more just encouraging that interaction and continuing to lead by that crazy example. Olivia Fogo's with us, Heard Volleyball, also Marshall Student Athlete Advisory Committee. One more time, how can fans support with the upcoming fundraisers, the one at Chipotle and then the line dancing? So we have Chipotle fundraiser, which is next Tuesday, February 6th, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. They can go buy anything they want at Chipotle. Um, They just have to use our name, Marshall Sack of the Register, or there's an online code, which will be on our social media if they want to order on the app. Those proceeds will go to us from Chipotle. So go to Chipotle Tuesday night, get some food, and they'll be supporting us. And then in addition, Saturday, February 10th, we have our line dancing event in the Cam Henderson Center where instructors from Boots will be coming down here, showing us how to dance, showing us how to get down. And all they have to do is donate to enter, no minimum requirement, so whatever they want to give. We love their support, and we just want to have a fun night together and interact as a community. 
Will there be a coaches challenge, an open challenge to coaches that are? Uh, oh, I didn't think about that, but maybe I'll get Ari in it. See if she'll challenge some of the coaches. See if we can get them going. I I know some of the student athletes would definitely be down, but I didn't think about the coaches. That would be crazy. Oh yeah, that would definitely I think boost this. If there's a coaches challenge, <laughs> could you imagine? You know, Coach Agnes is there, and then Coach Zirkel there, and then maybe. I know basketball can't, so we, we'll, we'll exclude them. But <laughs> yeah, you, could you imagine just having some of the coaches, Coach Huff, I don't know if he'd be available, but yeah, someone from some of the other programs. I think that would be fun. Honestly, picturing it just makes me laugh, makes me think that that would be really fun. So who knows? Maybe I'll ask and get it going. That's a good idea. Thank okay. you for that. That'll, that'll add to the event. I like that. You know what? And while we're at it, get some of the uh, athletic administrators to do to, to a challenge as well. I'll do my best. Could you imagine um, Christian Spears? Christian Spears yeah, doing a line dance? yeah. Brad Smith, Christian Spears doing a line dance. I think they'd kill it. That'd be social media video right there. Oh yeah, we go viral for sure. Okay, all right, let's do it. <laughs> let's make that happen, Olivia. Anytime you want to come back, let me know. We'll have you back on. Looking forward to uh, everything that's coming up for your organization, and of course, volleyball season should be a fun one. Thank you so much, sir. So good to be on here. That's Olivia Fogo. See, there you go. We're going to have a Coach's Challenge line dancing. Could you imagine Coach Huff doing some line dancing? That needs to happen. Someone make that happen. Olivia is going to make that happen. We'll get your text in when we continue. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in size up to 72 and working man store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price working man store open every day at 140 5th avenue huntington You've cut back on everything and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, Ray Crabtree, 304-736-8181. In Lavalette, Jason Elkins, 304-529-7555. And in Charleston, Lisa Godwin, 304-984-000. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette is now open. Wayne County residents, you now have access to a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com or visit us today on 5th Street Road. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Attention sports fans. Sandy's Racing and Gaming Casino brings you the ultimate thrill. The state of the art. That MGM Sportsbook right here in Ashland, Kentucky. It's not just a sports book, it's an experience. Catch every play, feel the excitement, and place your bets on your favorite team. From live games to exclusive events, Sandy's Sportsbook is your ticket to winning big. Don't miss out on the heart-pounding moments. Visit Sandy's Racing and Gaming, where the game never stops. Bet big, win bigger. You're all set with your Medicare prescriptions, Mrs. Brown. This is not just low-cost co-pays at Walgreens. 
I can actually help you set up 90-day refills if you want. This is having a partner you can trust. Get low-cost copays, 90-day refills, and delivery from your neighborhood Walgreens. This is being independent together. Walgreens. Restrictions apply. For details, see walgreens.com slash pharmacy. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, all dinners served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's, the Italian place to be. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Of course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think you would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our Wednesday edition of the show continues here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Our text line has been hopping. Of course, we're giving you a chance to win tickets to go see The Herd take on Coastal Carolina that's coming up on Saturday. We've got the game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I've got a couple of questions from text line about Andrew Taylor. So Andrew is no longer with Mississippi State. And a couple of people have asked if, if Dan D'Antoni wanted Andrew Taylor to come back. Could he could he come back to Marshall? And someone even asked if um, does he have to pay back all the NIL money? And you know, is he allowed to come back and enroll at Marshall? You can enroll at Marshall. I don't think there's an athletic reason why you can't enroll at Marshall. So that one is easy to answer. If Andrew Taylor wanted to come back and finish his studies at Marshall University, he could do so. I don't see where there would be a holdup unless something didn't transfer over credit-wise. I don't know, but I would think he'd be okay. So he could come back to Marshall if he wanted to, if he wanted to be a student-athlete at Marshall University. That's easy. I would think the bigger question is, does Dan D'Antoni want him? And I don't know if Dan can comment on that because depending on his eligibility, I would think he's still a recruitable athlete, and the university – they're not going to allow coaches to comment. Dan can't comment on stuff like that. If he does it off the record to somebody in, in confidence, that's completely one thing. And, you know, he's being very trusting of that person if he would speak to someone. But 
as far as him wanting to come back, I couldn't honestly answer that question. It would have to come from Dan if he would want him back. And the NIL money, that's something that is between Andrew Taylor and the people that he made deals with. You got to be careful when you spend that NIL money. You got to be careful who you make deals with. That's the thing. If you guarantee someone, hey, and again, NIL is such a wild, wild west right now. It's a wasteland. It's under the guise of promotional opportunity. So if he fulfilled his promotional opportunities, the contract of his deals, if he was getting money for merchandise, if he was providing a service, if he was doing things in relation to what NIL is supposed to be, you just can't write a blank check and go, here you go. We're giving you all this money. Come play here because it didn't work out. He wasn't as good as he thought he was going to be in a new location. Didn't work out for him. He's no longer with the team. But the NIL money, that's a completely different story. It's its not one of those unless – Again, I don't know how the deals are, but these are supposed to be promotional deals. These are supposed to be deals that are in relation to your name, your image, and likeness here. And the rules change so much. That's why Tennessee and Virginia's attorney generals, they're filing antitrust lawsuits against the NCAA. They're challenging the NIL compensation ban and college athletic recruitment. Because they're saying it's unforced or it's unfairly enforced. And they're even bringing up the Sherman Act and harm states and athletes' welfare. Now, I don't know if we need to bring in the um, anti-competitive restrictions here. Because the whole point of name, image, and likeness was to finally compensate student-athletes or allow them to profit off of their name, their image, and likeness, but it was not intended to, but it's been escalated to this point. It was not intended to be a slush fund where you can just go out and buy athletes. If that's the case, let's just turn this into what it should be, pay the athletes. Where's that money coming from? I don't know. But pay the athletes. And we're even going to get to the point where – I think some of the bigger schools are going to break off from other schools in the NCAA. We've heard for years the conversations of maybe just having the bigger schools off doing their own thing. Football is driving this, but basketball is a big part of this. So recruiting violations, because again, the school can't just hand out checks and go, hey, here it is, name, image, and likeness. And now there's a push. There's a push to have the schools be able to have more involvement and be the broker for all of this. But we can't have we can't have boosters out recruiting. And right now it's third parties. Coaches just can't say, hey, look, I'm going to write you a check and you can come play here. Now, there are opportunities out there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I don't know 
if he's going to have to pay this money back. That's between the people who made the NIL deal, and that's between him. That's their deal. But if you're spending money, if you're a booster or you're someone who's trying to use your your monetary influence to help your university, let the buyer beware sometimes because you're my, you're maybe not getting what you think you're getting. It's going to be a bad deal somewhere. And honestly, it needs more legislation. I hate to say that, but it needs more regulation. It needs to be, and I don't know if you know, we're talking about evening the playing field, but we got state legislatures that are writing NIL rules that are trying to one-up other states because we can't let Tennessee outdo Alabama. We can't Alabama outdo Georgia. We can't let Florida outdo Texas. We can't let Texas outdo California. We can't, no. We can't let these states have an advantage over us because – for a lot of places, this is life and death, just about. Go to Alabama, ask Coach Huff. You hear Roll Tide everywhere, right? It's big stuff there. And I don't know if Dan, one, would be able to entice Andrew Taylor to come back. I mean, if he's a recruitable athlete, then you can you can reach out to him if he's recruitable again. And you can inquire, hey, would, you know, if you're in the portal, you can recruit. Now, I don't know what the what the limitations are, but it would be a next season thing. You can't do that midstream. But he's no longer with Mississippi State, and so I know there's a lot of questions about, hey, could he come back? Do you want him back? Do you want a player that transfers to another school and then comes back? Didn't work out here, so I'm coming back here to Marshall. I wouldn't want that. He can stay gone. I liked Andy Taylor. I thought he was a good kid. I liked him. Good player. Marshall definitely would have used him and had some success with him if he was with the team this year. That's not the case. But I wouldn't have him back. He transferred. He left. And that's his business, and that's what he's allowed to do, and I applaud him for taking advantage of whatever opportunity that was afforded him. I have nothing against him, no ill will, but I don't want him back. He made that decision. He left. He's only got a limited time left. If it was a life-altering deal, I get it, but I don't know how life-altering the deal was how life-altering the name, image, and likeness opportunities were, I would have looked at my situation and went, okay, what's going to be more advantageous for me, short-term game? Or I'll have more of an opportunity to play and maybe make an impact here at Marshall? Honestly, to be fair, good basketball player wasn't going next level. Good player, knew the system, not going next level. You can find another Andy Taylor. I don't know if I would find use for someone who transfers out midstream, no longer on the team that he transferred to, and then take him back. I wouldn't go that route. I wouldn't open that door up. Now, if a student athlete wants to explore an opportunity and then wants to come back to the team before he's left, that's a different story. 
altogether. You know, allow a student-athlete to maybe see what opportunities are. Because I think Coach Huff said it really well a few weeks ago. There are kids that leave because of money. There are kids that leave because of family. There are different reasons for every kid leaving. Some of them are looking for a scholarship to pay for school. Some of them are looking for a bigger opportunity to perform on a bigger stage. Every reason is different. Every reason is just as valid as the next one. But at the same time, if a kid leaves and doesn't make it midstream where he leaves to, I don't know if I'm having him come back and be a, a safety net for him. Made his decision, and I would make mine. Final segment coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The more vulnerable among us can fall victim to abuse, neglect, and financial exploitation. When navigating your way out, it doesn't have to feel like a maze. Assistance is available from Adult Protective Services. To report neglect or abuse, call 800-352-6513. Sponsored by the Administration for Community Living, West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources Bureau for Social Services, the West Virginia Broadcasters Association, and this station. This project was supported by the Administration for Community Living, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, as part of a financial assistance award totaling $383,493, with 75% funded by ACL-HHS and 25% in the amount of $85,236 funded by state government sources. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by ACL, HHS, or the U.S. government. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look check out acre by max have a new bathroom this year mutual wholesalers locally owned and operated 710 fifth street huntington call 304-525-9118 get the tire that will see you through the cold and then some the long-lasting all-season michelin cross climate two tire because winter doesn't last forever between 11 15 and 12 5 get 70 dollars via reward card or virtual prepay card after online submission with the purchase of four new michelin passenger or Light truck tires, $70 tire rebate on all tire lines, plus a $30 bonus rebate on Michelin winter tires only. See TikTok Tire, 3rd Avenue and Huntington across from Jonesy Edwards Stadium. www.michelinman.com forward slash auto forward slash deals hyphen promotions hyphen and hyphen rebates for complete detail. Offers fire spell 523. Void prohibited. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. A Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place your home away from home. 
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Final segment of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Women's basketball coming up tonight at the Henderson Center, 6 o'clock. Hope to see some of you there. I'm going to try to head over there for a few minutes after the show so I can catch a few minutes of the team. Did you know that the former Ironton standout and, of course, transfer for Marshall, Samantha Buffon, she's there. She's with App State, but she's got a wrist injury, so she's out. And then Zeta Porter, she is the daughter of former Herald Dispatch sports writer George Porter. I did not know that until Tim Stevens pointed that out to me a couple of days ago. So that's uh, an interesting connection there. And, yeah, I, I like Samantha LaFawn. I was a fan of hers uh, for the Thundering Herd. So now she's back, but unfortunately not going to be participating. Should be a fun one tonight at the Cam Henderson Center. I hope to see some of you there when I uh, show up here in the next few minutes. Had a texter also ask me just a couple minutes ago uh, when we're going to start talking softball. I've got a request out right now. We're going to try to get Coach Circle on the program in the next few days. I don't know if we're going to do it today. They were pretty busy today. It was it was Marshall Day at the Capitol. I don't know if you were aware of that, but a lot of green and white representation at the Capitol today, including a lot of the athletic staff and, I'm sure, players and coaches. A lot of people were involved with that showing in the state legislature, so I don't know when we're going to be able to get Coach. We'll get her soon, though, because we've got the season coming up real quick, and there are a lot of questions to be asked. And, of course, we got to find out how she likes the new digs. All the new things that are being added to enhance already what was a solid foundation for Marshall softball. Okay, that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to randomly pick one of you right now for our tickets. I got four tickets for the game on Saturday. Marshall in action. It's sold out. I've got tickets. Also, I've got tickets for the game on Saturday to give you tomorrow. We'll do that when we talk in about 23 hours. Until then, have a great night. WTU7BS Huntington. This is 930 WRBC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.